Hello. Oh, oh, hello. Hi. Um, oh, uh, hi. Who, who's, who's calling? Oh, it's me, Nicole <clears throat> Buyer. Nicole <clears throat> Buyer. Yeah. Who am I speaking with? Oh, this is Sashir <laughs> Zameda. Oh, wow. <laughs> to be speaking to Sashir <laughs> Zameda, it's it's a real treat. Yeah, I, I, man, I've been waiting to talk to Nicole <clears throat> Byer for a while. <laughs> wow, what a fun bit we did. <laughs> wow, fun This bit. is another episode of Best Friends. Best Friends! We're best friends and you have a best friend. Everybody has a best friend. Best friend. Um, oh my God, so it is June. We've yeah. been inside for so long. Mm-hmm. I guess July by the time this comes out. Oh, my God. It's July. It's so crazy how this year is flying, but every day mm-hmm. feels so long. Yes. Every day feels longer than the last. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day seems like it's never going to end, and then it's midnight, and then you're like, I've done nothing. True. Uh, and then it starts over again. It's a real Groundhog Day. It's kind of it's pretty wild. Have you seen Floor is Lava? Uh, I tried to watch it. And I think maybe I need to, like, give it more time. Like, they just explained the whole game. I do have my issues. Yeah, it's a lot of talking, very little jumping onto things. Yes. Also, I'm so worried about everyone's safety. All those things. I know it's foam, but all those objects look so hard. Mm -hmm. And then their faces, like truly bounce and ricochet off of them. And I'm like, are they okay? Like, is someone going to, like, leave <laughs> with a black eye and a and a sprained, like, dislocated shoulder or something? What is the prize that you win at the end? $10,000 split between three people. That's insane. <laughs> and a lava lamp. And a lava lamp? Yeah. It's, like, a cute, like, oh, boy. you get a lava lamp. And it's also, like, it's funny because these people have goals that are, like, all three of us are going to move out of our mom's house. Or like, we need a new teacher's lounge or things like that. And I'm like, $10,000 will not do yeah, that. Yeah, you got to pay taxes on it. Yes. That's... Each of you is going to get like $1,000 really. Yeah. That's so wild. What a small bra. And then you have to share. That's just like um, too hot to handle where mm-hmm. it was what? $100,000 split between, between like 12, 10, or 12 how- people. Yeah. It was so wild. I was like, this is, no, this is not a prize. Mm-mm. Not a prize. No. Um, what have I been watching? Uh, I can't even tell you. I'm so tired of watching TV. It does feel like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just, some stuff I'm watching is good, but it's also like, I just don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Me either. Although yesterday I was watching, um, uh, Bar Rescue. Have you, have you ever watched Bar Rescue? I have not. No. My God. Okay. So John Tapper is apparently a person who's been in the restaurant industry for like years and years and years. And he loves to yell. So mm-hmm. he and a chef and a mixologist sit in a car, watch hidden cameras of these people in a bar fuck up. And then he's like, what's happening in there? These And they have, like, secret shoppers that are, like, a part of the show. So a secret shopper would be like, can I have a Mai Tai, a martini, chicken fingers, and, uh, 
like a fucking bone in uh, uh, buffalo wings. And then they'll watch the cook not cook it to code. And then mm. these people are like served raw chicken and then drinks with like no ice, no garnishes. And then he's like, they're going to get sick. I have to get in there. And then he goes into the bar and screams at everyone. He's like, this is not how you make drinks. This is not how you serve food. But I'm going to help you. Do you fucking want help? <laughs> and then somebody's like, you don't have to yell at us. He's like, yes, I do. <laughs> he wears them down to like a little nub of a human that they were. Damn. And then he redecorates the bar with like a useless waterfall behind the bar. And he's like, <laughs> welcome to the water's edge, the cutting edge bar. And then you're like, what? Nobody needed any of this. And then people get fired. It's not, wow. it's never really uplifting. And I don't know <laughs> if the bars actually succeed. Oh, wow. I mean, I could see for that, you kind of maybe do need to yell at people because mm-hmm. you could be getting people sick. So if you are in the food industry, fucking do things by code. Yeah. Uh, There was one where (laughs) I watched so many. There was a a strip club and the lady who owned it was like, I don't know, 60 going on 100 and she (laughs) still danced. And he was like, well, when you're up there, who's managing your bar? And she's like, I don't know. I Nobody ever has any answers to his questions. Wait, was Why? the stripper the manager of the bar? Yes. She was a dancer and the manager and 100 years old. And the girls who worked there were not happy. It was just, it was real weird. And it was like grimy. A lot of these places are disgusting. Oh, no. And then most of the bartenders are like, I've never had bartending training one day in my life. I don't know how to make that. I don't know how to make that. And then... They just get yelled at. Yeah. There was one where the man was an alcoholic. He was drinking the whole bar. And he's like, you can't drink on the job. And he's like, I'm not drinking. And then Mm. he was wearing the same shirt for like four days of filming. And then they're like, we have to get you to rehab. So then they got him to rehab. And then he came to back to the the bar. It's a, it's a, it's a (laughs) show where nobody gets really helped. (laughs) They take that guy and they put him on intervention (laughs) for a different episode. And then they bring him back. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, why not? Just put him, put him in different franchises to help him out. Mm-hmm. We started watching Tiny House Nation or something. Sure. Tiny House something. And because I was going to start watching House Hunters just to like get a vibe on what I like in houses. Because mm-hmm. I haven't really thought about it that much. Um, but then there's like a ton that are not even available on Hulu. They're like, it's coming. And I'm like, when, well, why can't I watch it right now? Uh, so we looked for, so we were just scrolling and then tiny house, something came up and it is interesting because <laughs> the host keeps stressing how tiny these houses are. <laughs> and like they were, uh, talking to a musician and his, uh, fashion designer wife. And the musician was like, well, I want my baby grand piano to be in the house. And they're like, in your tiny house? <laughs> you want your baby grandpa out to be in a tiny house? Oh, boy. How are we going to figure this out? And then the fashion designer wife would be like, I have seven sewing machines. And they're like, in your tiny house? <laughs> pretty. It was pretty fun to see how many times they could freak out about more things to put in a tiny house. I've never watched Tiny House Nation because... 
I don't know. Some uh, not to be rude to tiny house lovers, but uh, that's wild. You want to live in a tiny, yeah. tiny house? That's crazy. Where your bed folds up into an ironing board? I can't. Basically, I yeah. Can't. My bed has to stay a bed. I was worried because my man was getting pretty excited to see, like, oh wow, <laughs> that that table can turn into a like, into a, a chair and a desk. And I was like, uh-huh, I hope. <laughs> I, hope, I not, like, hope he starts bringing ready. home transformer furniture. <laughs> It would be so fucking funny to come over and have him do a like an expo- like a a, pre- a presentation of his transformer furniture. It's like, look, did you know the kitchen's over actually over here? He's <laughs> like, oh, okay. So now you live in a fucking Tetris to a Rubik's cube or whatever. That's so. Fu- I do love House Hunters. House yeah. Hunters is one of the best shows because it'll be like. Barry and Jan are looking for a seven-bedroom house. Their budget is a Skittle. Jan digs ditches. And <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Like, I watched this one where this lady was a voiceover artist, and she kept being like, this isn't going to be good for, for... There's no recording studio in this space. And the realtor was like, yeah. That's not, you're not going to find a recording studio in a house. Build you will have to build own. that. And she was like, I don't know. I just, I'm a recording artist. And I was like, lady, this is no, this is on nobody's list. Nobody's yeah. saying I need a, like a recording studio in my house. Oh, was I with you? I feel like you have house owners on a lot in your home. So I yes, can't remember I if I watched it. this with you, but there was a thruple that was looking for a home. I think we did this? watch it together. And there's this the one person in the throw kept being like, there's only two sinks in the bathroom. They kept <laughs> Yeah, and it's like two person home. Like they Nobody c- has three person home. You're gonna have to build that. Yeah. They just like couldn't <laughs> their main gripe was like, no one builds a home for three people. <laughs> it's like, mm, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, there was one great house hunters where it was a couple, a heterosexual couple, and they sang in an acapella group. So they kept saying they sang in this acapella group. So the whole episode, you were like, I hope to God we get to see them in the new house of their acapella group. <laughs> and you better believe HGTV delivered. They yeah. were so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just got a, a notification on my phone that says LA County Peaches will be closed for the 4th of July. Well, that's fine. I don't want to go to the beach on the 4th of July either because it'll be crazy. Well, it, it's just the 4th of July? That, isn't that what... You read it. Is that, LOL. Is that LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going off of what you said. You're, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, it seems as if it's just the weekend of the 4th of July and um, uh, they're not closed indefinitely and I can calm down. Yeah. Back to House Hunters. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you're That's right. Okay. I literally told you <laughs> the information and then was like, must be something I didn't read. <laughs> Which is like, I think a problem that I have a lot of times. I, I like just moving too fast. I you think know? my brain, or maybe my mouth moves faster than my brain. Mm-hmm. Probably. <sighs> I was dating this boy, and I would, like, tell a story, and he would go, you already told me that. And I was like, oh, no. And then I just, I didn't know how to be like, I'm so, I'm, this is it. Like, I'm going to just repeat things for the rest of your life. And then he was like, I don't want it. 
more so like never, the rest of your life, not mine. <laughs> so we never had to have that conversation. Man, dating's fun. <laughs> You know, it's weird when someone tells you when you're dating them, they're like, I don't want to be in a relationship. Then it's like, why are you on a dating app? And why are you dating people if you don't want to be in a relationship? What is going on? Uh, yeah. I've had a few, like, uh, I don't want anything serious things. And it's like, why are you holding my hand in public? Yes. Why do or you why hold you- my hand in public? Why do you tell me I'm beautiful? Why do you cook me breakfast? Why? Why are we spending the whole dang day together? Yes. Why don't we take uh, fucking mushrooms and watch a movie together and spend six hours together and then have breakfast the next day if you don't want to be in a relationship? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. Did you watch Normal People? Did we talk about this? You keep talking about it, and I keep not watching it. What is this? Okay. It's uh, this Irish show. Or I don't know if it's an Irish show, but Irish, Irish act- act- actors on it. Exactly. That's what they're doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, you meet these two people in high school, and one's a jock, and one's a nerd. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but they have like this illicit love affair that's like hot and heavy, but the jock doesn't want to acknowledge the nerd mm-hmm. at school because he's embarrassed and like really cares about other people's opinions. Damn. Then they end up going to the same college and they like keep wanting to be together, but then like one's dating someone else and and someone else is dating somebody else. And also their social circles change where the nerd becomes cool because now they're in college. Mm. And anyway, I asked so it was like it just it was like a, a roller coaster of like who's on who's like in the more uh, higher status role, I guess. And but really, this guy was stringing this girl along because she was like, "I love you, and I, I just want to be with you." And he's like, "Well, I don't know if I can be with you." But da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked my man if he had ever been in a situation like that where he like felt like. He was maybe stringing a girl along or didn't feel like he wanted to be with a girl in public. And he's like, I don't think so. And then he thought about it for like 10 minutes and he was like, oh, wait, actually, there was this one girl. And then he just he just described this girl he like kind of dated for like four years or something. And I was like, wait, what? How is that not in your brain immediately? Are you kidding me? And he was they were both they were young, but I was still like, uh, I don't know how that slipped your mind. I guess because like men just are trash. Yeah. Like, they don't give a shit. He also was like, well, I was being honest the whole time and letting her know that I didn't want to date, which I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't, I would, I, if that happened to me, I would still hate it because even if you're saying, I don't want to date with your mouth, if you're taking her to fucking dances and like, don't, like talking to her whenever you're home, it, it's just like, you did enough to show that you guys yes. are dating. <laughs> With your actions. And that's what we are paying attention to. Yeah. If you're, if you're saying with your mouth, I don't want to date, we're like, well, that's confusing because you're doing all the stuff that entails dating. Yeah. Why with your do actions. men do that? I don't know, man. At bad training. I don't know what it is. I would love to know if there's a man out there who can explain why you people do this. Yeah. Let me know because it's hurt my fucking feelings <laughs> so many times. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like yeah. you say it with your mouth, but then you're like in the next breath, you're like, but I really like you. 
And you're like, okay, so why? Why don't you want a relate? Like, it's just, it's confusing. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a guy who I guess I was seeing, and then we, he was like, well, I don't want anything exclusive. And I was like, okay, then I guess I'm done. Because I don't, I just, at that time, I was like, I just don't want to fuck around with multiple Mm -hmm. people. And and then he was like, well, this is like sad, right? Like, it was like a breakup. And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't (laughs) I don't know how you're, I don't know what you want. (laughs) Do you want me to like acknowledge that this is like a really bad breakup, but. You also don't want to acknowledge that we were in a relationship. I, I don't know. I guess he didn't. You didn't respond the way he wanted. Like he wanted you to be mm. sad, and that's why yeah. he was like, "Isn't this sad?" And it's like, "Oh man, I don't know." I don't know. <laughs> like, no, we have this has to end. Sorry. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I guess maybe that's the question I should be asking. Why do you keep going out with me even though you don't want to be in a relationship as opposed to just, why won't you date me? (laughs) It's a longer title. (laughs) It's a much longer title. (laughs) I mean, I don't know, Sashir. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But my therapist says I'm not doing anything wrong. It's not me. But then again, I I pay her to tell me that it's not me. Do I, uh, I have a therapist that is new to me. And sometimes I do feel like she takes my side too much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm glad. But <laughs> she's like, you're right. You should feel angry and this and that. And I mean, you should just wait for an apology. And I'm like, well, I think there's probably something I could be doing <laughs> as well. She's like, no way, no how. You are the fucking queen, bitch. You don't got to say sorry to nobody, bitch. You wait for the bitches to come to you, bitch. Yes, queen. It's just a white lady who's doing, like, her best impression of a drag queen. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, sure. (laughs) You go, girlfriend. And she's snapping off beat. Uh, Sometimes, a lot of times, my therapist will be like, "Uh, uh, hold on. (laughs) What did you do again? And I'm like, "Uh, this? She's like, "Uh, did you think that was the best thing to do? And I'm like, "Uh, no. She's like, good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She lets me get there on my own, but she'll be like, well, let's really open that baby up. Yeah. It's really hard to be a person. Ain't that the truth? It like, is. It's just, it's exhausting at every moment. <sighs> I also feel like I'm just doing the most therapy I've ever done in my life during quarantine. And yeah, you've got the time, baby. Got the time and definitely got the time to analyze all my relationships and mm-hmm. past transgressions and oh, wow. future goals. You're going through past transgressions? Mm, yeah, kind of. Yes and no. Not all of them. What did I do to you? No, honestly, not even. Well, no, it's not what people have done to me, but more what I've, I'm doing. Mm. And more, and that's more in relation to my family. Not oh. necessarily. Actually, I don't think I really talked about you that much. Hell yeah, dude. I don't come up with therapy. <laughs> what are your goals? My goals are to um, find a relationship with my family that feels good, which doesn't necessarily mean like have a good relationship mm. or, or communicate all the time, mm-hmm. but just something that feels healthy and um and 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 I guess more than what it is now because 
they're getting older and I want to have a relationship with my parents that feels better. Mm, that's good. That's a good goal. Thank you. My goal is to take the top off my Jeep and ride <laughs> into the sunset. <laughs> and you need a therapist for that? <laughs> Girl, you can just do that. <laughs> nope, I got to pay someone once a week <laughs> so I can tell them I want to do that. I put the windows back in my Jeep incorrectly the other day. Oh, no. So it was like flapping around and I was like, oh my God, am I going to lose my window? <laughs> so I had to like pull over and figure it out. Is it's a real it like learning a curve. Plastic window or a glass yeah. window? It's okay. a plastic window. I have a soft top because I wanted to be able to take my top off at any point in time. <laughs> I want to be topless just at the ready. If someone's yeah. like, take your top off, I'm like, well, boof, off. And then like, I met your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but I did all this work to take off the side windows. <laughs> yeah, we got to drive on a beach soon. Yes, and I looked up where you can actually drive on the beach, yeah. and that's Pismo. Where is that? I don't know, place? but they say it in Clueless, that there was a disaster <laughs> in Pismo Beach. <laughs> and it's they have north. to collect stuff. Oh, it's north? Yeah. Oh, I do remember this. They had to, like, like a food drive. Yeah, Central I, Coast? I used to live in Cambria, so and it's right near Cambria, California. It's about, oh. like, three to four hours away. Oh. Yeah. All right. Great. I'll we drive have anywhere to, for any amount of time. We truly have to plan our outing. Yeah. We have to stay in a cabin, and we have mm-hmm. to go to that watering hole I found. Great. <laughs> and we got to take the top down. We got, okay, we have to, like, let's make plans. This isn't yeah. interesting for anybody. We should do this <laughs> after. <laughs> Although I did see someone's tweet that was like, I like that occasionally they diverge to a conversation about planning vacations. <laughs> all right well let's plan a vacation all right well i feel like we had said oh we planned a vacation i don't know if we did it on air or on the podcast but i have bye-bye written in my planner (laughs) and i can only assume that bye-bye means i'm going somewhere with you you got to help yourself out more. You got to write more words down so you know what pa- past Nicole was talking about. I mean, it would be so nice if I ever helped myself out. I mean, last week I just wrote down cheesecake because I think I was going to make a cheesecake. For me. Oh, I was? Yeah. You oh. asked me what kind of cake I like. And I said cheesecake. And you only wrote cheesecake. <laughs> Honestly... It is exhausting being, I truly, like, I looked at that last week, I guess it was Sunday, and I was like, okay, I have to watch Spaceballs and make a cheesecake? And I was like, why am I making a cheesecake? I don't want to make a cheesecake. So then I just kind of circled it and left it and didn't do it. Like, it doesn't take that much effort to write a few more words, like, Cheesecake for Sashir. When did we talk about this? Was it on the phone? On the phone, yeah. And I wanted to make you a cheesecake? Yeah, because we were talking about my birthday and you couldn't remember if you got me anything, but you did get me (laughs) stuff, but you also wanted to make me a cake. 
Yeah, which okay. is uh, still you don't have to. I'm gonna but write down. You volunteered cheesecake. that. <laughs> no, write down. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna write down cheesecake. No, again. write write more words. Okay. Four. So I wrote here. it for the weekend. Just cheesecake. <laughs> And then I bet you, I bet you on Sunday, I'm going to be like, what the fuck is cheesecake? I, I can't wait. I can't I wait. I totally believe that to happen. <laughs> okay, so we did plan a bye-bye. Do you have your planner? Um, nah, I mean, do you want me to go get it? Go get your planner. Okay. Is it far? Is what? it far? Is it far? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I have the planner. Okay. So the week of the sixth, did you write bye bye? No. When did you When did you write bye bye? <laughs> Wait, of June sixth or July? Or July, July, 6th? July, the week of July sixth, and it says bye bye on the weekend part. No. Hmm. But maybe I just trusted that I had nothing going on and that I would be able maybe. to go bye bye no matter what. Should we go bye bye Thursday, Friday? Mm, I can't go Friday. Why? There's a fucking mouse in our basement. Oh, no. And pest control is coming. Oh, no. But to check the trap. They're coming this week to put a trap down. And they're coming that again to, like, check the trap. So they're coming what day? Wednesday? Friday. Friday. Okay. Do you want to go bye-bye Tuesday and Wednesday? Yeah. Okay, I'm writing it down. Bye bye. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna write down Pismo. <laughs> bye bye. With Sashir. Okay, that I will know. Okay, that's helpful. Yes. Okay, bye bye. Pismo Beach with Sashir. We're gonna go, we're gonna get there Tuesday. We're gonna have a good time. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't have to go through the days. I'm really excited about this. This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, did you write it down in your planner? I did. I wrote bye-bye with Nicole. Okay, let me double check with my... I'm pretty sure I have nothing in my account, like my Google calendar that my manager does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do check that. Okay, checked it. it nothing's in there. Okay, so I'm going to put it in my Google calendar now. Ooh, it's a fish. It's a fishy. This is great. We did it. We're going bye-bye. We're going bye-bye. <laughs> 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 okay, great. I'm writing bye-bye. Okay, we did it. Great. Okay, what a treat. We did it. Bye-bye. <laughs> and then also, Kimmy on the Keys, while you were getting your um your planner, she said that she has a good Airbnb for us to stay in. Ooh, great. Give us the hookup. We're going to be... Yay. I can't wait. Pismo Beach, baby. This will be great. This will be great. And then this will air after we go, right? Hell yeah, dude. I guess dude. So. Yeah. Don't want the people to come. and <laughs> <laughs> They flood Pismo Beach. Just They're like, we have to see them. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
Even though they already know we live in the heart of L.A. We live in the heart of Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, should we answer a question or two? Yeah, I think so. Kimmy on the keys, do we have... Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Kimmy on the keys, do we have a question for us? I do. Um, uh, some about a month or two, I believe, back we had a question where someone wrote us asking about a really good friend who was drinking and just partying more than they thought was healthy, and they didn't know what to do. Should they do an intervention? Should they talk to that person's family? Um, and you guys gave some advice, but you also wanted a little more info. I firstly, I have someone actually calling in who's had a similar experience and offers some advice. Mm. So let me okay, play great. that now. Hi, my name is Matthew. And I just wanted to call and respond to the recent episode. Uh, you had a caller uh, leave a message talking about his friend who had been arrested and been in jail and was having um, a lot of issues with drinking and partying. And his friend was very concerned. Um, thought you guys give great advice. Um, something else that I wanted to maybe throw out as, a, I guess, a PSA to them and to anyone else is that um, treatment for addiction, um, alcoholism or, you know, drug addiction or uh, any other addictive behaviors um, can be pretty amazing. Uh, Earlier this year, um, after I had pretty serious health issues from using my best friend, really helped me hit the brakes um, and take a hard look at myself and really encouraged me to seek treatment. Um, Not that therapy or just talking to someone can't be helpful, but um, I think a lot of times we're very scared to get, you know, any sort of official help about addiction. Um, it could be very embarrassing to admit, um, especially, you know, whether that's your family or your friends or, you know, even telling work to take time off. It feels pretty humiliating. Um, but what a lot of people don't know is that most insurances will actually cover pretty much in full inpatient or residential treatment. Um, and that once you ask, it's a lot easier than you would think. Um, I truly think it saved my life. Um, I cannot believe how incredible of an experience it was. Uh, you know, I'm a gay man from a big city. I went to an inpatient facility pretty much in the middle of nowhere, um, became very good friends with, you know, middle-aged cops and a farmer um, all these straight guys in a, you know, kind of macho environment, but, you know, everyone's freaked out, everyone's hurt, everyone's scared, um, and just desperate to get help. Um, I think there is a really beautiful thing that can happen when a lot of people get together, um, and become very vulnerable and ask for help. Um, it sounds like your friend, uh, to that caller may, may need that and may not know where to go. Um, so I, uh, someone who went to rehab, truly could not recommend it enough. Um, if you're able to take the time to do so, I think it saved my life um, and will forever be grateful to my friends that helped me get there. Um, thanks to sure, Nicole. I love the podcast. Bye. That was really wonderful. Nice. Yeah. That's a, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing mm-hmm. that. And yes, I hope that sharing. does inspire people to 
get official help. Yeah, because there's really nothing wrong with asking for help. It's mm-hmm. so weird that we stigmatize that in our culture. It's like yeah. you got to be strong and independent. It's like, uh, no. Mm-mm. And addiction can take hold of anybody. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're weak or anything because you're addicted to something. Truly, anyone can. Yeah, any old person. Fall victim to this thing. So, And it doesn't make you a bad person. It's no. just a thing you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That was a good one. That was nice. Give us another one. Get me on the case. Well, what's really cool is we've also heard back from that original caller giving us an update on their friend. So Whoa. I actually have it as an email Ooh, right okay. now if you guys don't mind reading. Okay. Hey, queen. Yeah. Hey, queens. Thank you so much for taking my voicemail and helping out. I was listening to the episode and was uh, totally shocked to hear my voice. A bit of an update slash fill in the blanks on my previous voicemail. My friend asked for his house key back and stopped replying to the memes I sent them on Instagram, LOL. I think I forgot to mention the amount of hard drugs he does on top of the drinking. He's been notorious to do lines of coke at random, would buy weed in huge quantities, and occasionally the good old acid trip. I'm not a prude or anti-drug, just think moderation is important. I know he's super stressed as... uh Stress as an online student taking a full course load, works a full-time job from home, and he did have a part-time job where he worked together, where we worked together until the DUI stopped his access to get to and from work. I'd take him when I could, but we live in opposite ends of town, so it's a 15-minute drive to his house and back to mine. Within the last few months, he cut off all the people in our friend group, left our group chats, and stopped sharing his location with us all. He found new friends and moved on, which you do, which you do you. I'm cool with that, and I'm glad he found people. But during all this, my friends and I were extremely worried about his mental health. Tried talking to him, but he's a Taurus, and they're stubborn as hell. A few months ago, he called me about he called me around 3.30 a.m. after he had driven home drunk from a bar about a 20-minute drive and was bawling his eyes out, smoking a blunt. I was worried about him, so I got dressed and went to his house, picked him up, and drove around with him to calm him down and let him sober up and just vent. Our friend group eventually did reach out to his mom via Facebook and told her about our concerns. His family isn't super close. Uh, I know my, I know I'm, I know my voicemail. I know in I know my voicemail. In my voicemail, I made it sound super toxic. She never replied to our message, but she did read it. We're all still friends and hang out together, minus him, of course. It was recently one girl's birthday, and he didn't show up and said that we weren't friends anymore. We're all still connected on social media still, so we can see when he goes out and parties. While we may not be friends, I still worry about what could happen, more so like Nicole and the... And the... And the um, what is that? It said... Um. And, and if he oh okay and if he does get his license back and ends up killing someone else or driving regardless uh sashir my fellow hoosier 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 hope you can come to indy for a show soon we can go to mass aft and go to all the gay bars nicole i love your 42 different podcasts and can't wait for the 43rd one to come out in 2021 (laughs) thanks so much sorry this is so long and wordy i mean I think it that does suck, but it seems as if this person has made a choice. Mm-hmm. And 
I think you can reach out every now and again, but if they don't respond, they've made a choice and they don't want help. And I think it's like a grim thing. And I don't think you should give up on them, but they've literally made their choice by cutting everyone out of that friend group. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, uh, let's see. You can, uh, like give them a um, bottom line and be like, I love you, but I can't be the one that you cry to at 3.30 in the morning. If you want to yeah. talk to me at a normal time when you're sober and we can have a normal conversation about what's going on in your life, I am here, but I can't enable you anymore. Yeah. You have to put up your own boundaries. Um, I guess that's like, you you might think you're being a really good friend by like, going to this person's house at 3 a.m. when they're out of, you know, crying and and bombed out of their mind and, you know, driving them around. But then that's, like, taking away from your energy. And that's not always a good friend move. Sometimes a good friend move is putting up really strong boundaries and being honest with how this person is also affecting your life. And you can totally... Um, be sympathetic to someone's condition while also holding them accountable for their actions. It doesn't mean you're saying you're a bad person because you're addicted to X, Y, and Z, or you're ruining my life because your behavior is erratic. You know, you can understand that someone's going through something, but they, if they're aware, they also have to be accountable on working on it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't feel like working on it, there's nothing you can do. That's not... That's on them. They like that. You can do, you do, you've done enough. Sounds like you've already done enough. You, mm-hmm. You've said how you feel. You've tried to help. You've tried to reach out to the family. Um, and after a while, it really is up to the person to do it themselves. And you want to hope and believe that it doesn't take a rock bottom for this person to wake up and realize that they need to get help. But sometimes it takes that. And, mm-hmm. you know, you may not want to be around for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. It's rough, but addiction's real. And yeah, uh, it really isn't your responsibility to make someone get better. No, they have to want to get better. Because mm-hmm. you're just like, who are you fighting for if they don't even want it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, if only we had more mental health service. I think it's so wild that we put addicts in jail. It's like you go to jail or you go to rehab. And it's like, okay, why don't we have more outpatient things for people who are too scared to go to inpatient? And then it's like, Mm -hmm. why don't we have counseling for people? I just, I wish we all took care of each other just a little bit more. Just a little bit. I mean, that like, we kind of talked about it before with like defunding the police. Like if more money goes to social services and Mm -hmm. states as opposed to beefing up the military equipment that the police have. Maybe things yeah. get better. Like there's times where, uh, you know, a, a social worker or a counselor should be called as as opposed to the police. But we don't have those options. Yeah. Like when you call 911 because someone's being erratic or like having an episode or something that doesn't involve a crime, we shouldn't mm-hmm. be calling the police. But there's no other option for that. Yeah, it's it's really wild. It's like, And then it's like we don't, police officers aren't, 
They don't have the tools to like talk someone down from like a, like a, mm-hmm. a manic episode or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's so insane that like people don't see that. But you know, yeah. But like, like the caller before said, there is treatment available. Mm-hmm. Your insurance might cover whatever help you're looking to get, and it's also free to just ask questions. Yes, it doesn't it doesn't kill you to ask a question, mm-hmm. unless the question is. Will you kill me? And they say yes. <laughs> and then they do it. And then, I mean, why'd you ask that question in the first place? I mean. <laughs> and why are you going around asking that? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Will you kill me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. Pottery pot. Uh, <laughs> should we do one more? Sure. Hello. I love your podcast so much. Uh, and love both of you. I just got in an argument with my boyfriend about um, making fun of people for the way that they look. His <laughs> argument was making fun of someone who looked, uh, in his mind, like Courtney Love, and it was okay to make fun of her. And my argument was, why do we have to talk about anyone's looks in any way? And it really upset him about what comedy means and what it means to... Um, be able to make light of people and in me, my mind, you know, I, I grew up in a situation with an anorexic sister. So for me, um, honestly, fat people were really hard for me as someone who was also obese myself. That's obviously self hate. Um, long story short, I don't know how to make this argument better with him because I don't think it's okay to make someone fun of someone for how they look at all. And, um, I appreciate your advice. I know that this is the best friends, but he is my best friend. And so uh, I'd love to hear what you guys have to think about it. Thank you. Uh, love your show. Bye. Well, isn't she lucky to have a boyfriend that's her <laughs> best friend? <laughs> well, um, there's definitely jokes that my man and I have between us that I don't think would be great in the public. Uh, and there actually was a time recently where I called him out and I was like, come on. And also the windows were open. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Me, our neighbors knowing that you say this kind of stuff. Uh, but you know, he was, <laughs> I think his, his stance was kind of like, well, that's how comfortable I am around you, but I wouldn't do that in the real world. Um, so if it's something that's upsetting, if it's, if, if these are jokes that are like he's also doing out in public and you're like yikes 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 <laughs> you gotta stop yeah definitely call him out and if and if they're jokes that offend you or that actually make you uncomfortable uh then they yeah that that has to stop as well and i'm sure you already did but if you explained everything you just explained to us as far as like the history with eating disorders and and uh looks in general i would hope I would hope your partner would understand because, I mean, if this person is also your best friend, like if they view you as as his best friend, he wouldn't he shouldn't want to joke around in a way that would make you feel bad or self-conscious or hurt. So I would hope that if you voice this, that he hears this and is like, oh, okay, I I can't joke around that way. But Mm -hmm. Maybe in his mind, he's like, come on, we're at home. We can just joke around. But, like, if you voice, like, even at home, you don't want these jokes, then he should listen. I agree. But, like, is he, is he being funny? 
Did this girl actually look like Courtney Love? And yeah. did she deserve and like, it? And what else did he say? I can't get the whole. That's not the whole joke. Uh, is it funny? I think it's. I mean, I'm bad. I. I will. I joke about a lot of things, but then I'm also cognizant of like what I should joke about <laughs> in public. Sometimes I'm not. You know, sometimes I say something and I'm like, Ugh. but uh, if it really bums you out, I think you should just say that. And I think, yeah, he should be respectful about that. But I mean, if he's not hurting nobody and it's actually really funny, maybe you just go tee hee hee. Don't say that in front of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible at this. I don't really have an answer. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Because it, it, I mean, it seems like she's coming from a place of like, it makes her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm, I don't, if it's like, he just shouldn't say it at all because it's just bad. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you can <laughs> can have fun in yeah. your home but but if it is affecting you and you actually dislike the this joking it's not fun mm-hmm. for you then yeah you can totally say that doesn't matter what the subject is and and hopefully this your partner will listen because yeah yeah it's a partnership and you should mm-hmm. want to be able to communicate in a way that makes each other feel good yeah i'd love to know what the actual joke was <laughs> I'm sure whatever it is. Dying to know. (laughs) Well, we solved it. I think we solved it. We solved it all. Should we do one more? No. No. I mean, we could. Do you you want to? I feel good. Let's do it. Oh, girl, we're on a roll. Let's do it. Let's solve more (laughs) friendships. Hi, ladies. My name is Shayna, and I actually had a question more so for Nicole, only because I know what an advocate you are, Nicole, for therapy. Um, I'm actually sitting outside my therapist's office listening to your most recent podcast, and my question really is just, I know you love therapy, but would you have any suggestions for someone who I just really want to open up, but it's very hard for me. I've lived a really messed up past, and I haven't really trusted a lot of people, so I haven't really opened up to a lot of people. I'm just wondering if you have any tips um, or tricks of the trade (laughs) that you could share with me to maybe kind of give me some advice on how to make it through these therapy sessions. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. I love the podcast. You really give me something to enjoy um i mean i love talking about myself i am the main character in my story so like why wouldn't you want to know the information so (laughs) i i like i just i just tell my therapist like everything that's like on my mind because she's a side character in my story and how can she help me if she doesn't know the full story Because the side characters, they're not the main. They're not involved in every day. So, like, it's just, like, I like recapping things to people. Like, I I get excited when I'm like, oh, my God, this movie, blah, 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 blah. So, like, I just kind of treat therapy like that, where I'm just, like, filling her in on the details of the movie that she didn't see. Um, 
Yeah, but also, like, I don't have a hard time opening up to people. I love fucking people. I love being around them. I love talking to them. Um, so I guess my advice is, yeah, just, like, pretend that you are, or not pretend, you are the star of your own story. So treat yourself as such. Yeah. What helps me is, um, because when I'm in a session, I don't always remember everything that made me feel bad Mm. within the week. So I try to write it down, like, in my plan, either in my planner or, like, on my phone or something, like, on the day, like, I, I see her on Friday, so it's, like, therapy, parentheses, mom, <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> you know, this, this, this sto- thing, that argument at the store, you know, so, that the, so I can quickly look at it and be, like, oh, yeah, these are definitely things I wanted to talk about, and then when you see the person, you can unload that, but it's, sometimes it is hard to be, like, when you're there and, like, well, today was good, you know, <laughs> and then you forget all the stuff that was leading up to that day. That's good advice. Uh, but you you gotta be specific. Otherwise, you write things down like cheesecake <laughs> and have no idea why you're trying to talk to your therapist about cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, definitely write more words than just cheesecake. Once I wrote down crazy and I like was talking to Mary and I was like, I felt crazy all week. And she was like, do you have more information than that? And I was like, no, crazy. <laughs> Crazy thoughts, crazy feelings. <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah, crazy, I feel crazy, like that crazy. Casey and JoJo song. <laughs> crazy. Uh, but then, honestly, two years later, we figured it out. It's my period. <laughs> I love it. I like, finally it's always figured around this out time. my cycle. <laughs> yeah, because I two weeks out, I feel insane. I feel like no one's ever going to love me, and I have to cry all the time. And then a week out, I go, I need all the tater tots in the world. And then I just mm-hmm. eat tater tots. And then I get my period. And then I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't know it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> but now I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's good. So we did it. We freaking did it. We fucking helped everybody. Everybody's helped and everybody's better. And if you want some help and feeling better, you can email NicoleAndSashiraJimmons.com or you can call or text 424-645-7003. And if you want to wear some of our faces or, like, words that we've said, you can get some of our merch at podswag.com slash best friends. And... We have a bonus series on Stitcher Premium. Check it out! For a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com and use the promo code FRIENDS! Bye-bye! <laughs> <laughs>